1: Learn more at marines.com Welcome to the historic inaugural GGBC Awards. Cue the music.
0: This is the one you've been waiting for. We're talking fighter of the year, trainer of the year, promoter, knockout, comeback, trash talk breakout star and most importantly podcast feature of the year. All of those will be crowned during this very episode.
1: Right, they will do, yeah.
0: Yeah. The best thing about it, George, our hands are clean. Because yes. it's club members and listeners who have who have voted for these things. Exactly. There's no bias. I mean you've got an agenda at all times. There's... But we've managed to <laughs> we've
1: managed to stop that from peeping through into our awards. No, but, this was this is a fair and democratic vote. We haven't took on heavy donations for you know, just like ones we haven't been funded you know through you know offshore accounts apart from
0: beer 52 big them
1: up no but they haven't won an award so that shows you straight away deck that no
0: this is real this is real probably all things considered these are probably the most relevant awards in boxing in the world
1: for a sport that's maybe got too many awards we needed one more we just needed one to clean it up yeah this is it fuck everything else this is it Did we
0: take a sanctioning fee anywhere?
1: We didn't. We, we missed prob- the trick Yeah, there. we did. <laughs> Next year, though. <laughs> Next year, there Let will, will be a note <laughs> of that. some sort of subs. 2023.
0: Um, But, George, it was good, good of you to wear your tux as well for the occasion. Yes. Suited and booted for the awards. Yes. Unfortunately, there's no camera in there, so it won't show it. But just know, listeners know that we are full Penguins, proper whole shebang.
1: Well, we are, Deck. We want this to come across as a proper awards do. Yeah. So, I've been looking through some sound effects from websites
0: Yeah, sound effects key to these awards. You can do that. Yep. Yeah. yeah.
1: And we need to decide where we are hosting this event, right? Okay. Because option A is it's called high school graduation. <clears throat> Granted, it does sound a bit wank. To start with S- slightly right? creepy. <laughs> yeah. But if you, once it's, it's in there, it could work, there, you know? Yeah,
0: okay. Um, yeah, I'm happy with that. Um, high school graduation. I mean, we want to aim bigger than high school graduation, but that's a good start.
1: Option two is called the National Theatre. Okay, now we're talking.
0: I like it. A bit more sort of hollering in there. Slightly underwhelming. Mm. What do you expect in the National Theatre, though? Yeah. You know, these are proper folk now. We're yeah, about. yeah, yeah, you don't get any any hoy in there.
1: Anything else? Right, you know we got we got option three. It's called clapping from a forty year old man, hard, and uh not amused. Stereo. You like that? One, Fucking back, yeah? hell! Yeah. <laughs> no,
0: okay, yeah, that was uh, that was something. I mean, c- should we do that one? <laughs> I don't think there's anyone in the world who wouldn't want to be greeted by that sound when they've won an award.
1: It could have been slower, I think. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it was quite rhythmic, really. Okay, Deck, right. So I'll tell you what we do, right? Because this is such a big deal, we're going to put all three of those on top of each other. Okay. We put all three on top of each other. And whenever you hear applause, I want you to picture that 40 year old man. He might be 46 from Nottingham. He's hard and he's not amused. That man
0: in the middle of all of that applause is Carl Frotch. No. Standing in the middle of it, just clapping. (laughs) So unamused by what he's just seen. George, I think it's time for the first award in the history of this club, don't Mm -hmm. you? I'm ready. It's a big one as well. We're going to go fight of the year first. Yes. Okay, what I'll do, George, here is we'll run through the nominations. And these were all nominated by our listeners, by the club members. Okay? Yes. It's a good list. First up, Katie Taylor against Amanda Serrano at MSG. We've got the Joe Derby, Joe Joyce against Joseph Parker in Manchester. We've got Lee Wood against Michael Conlan in Nottingham. We've got Dimitri Bivol against Canelo Alvarez, May in Vegas. We've got Oleksandr Usyk against Anthony Joshua for the World Heavyweight title in Saudi Arabia. And we've got Chris Billum-Smith against Isaac Chamberlain in the summer in Bournemouth. Now, that is some list.
1: I like the Joe Derby. <laughs> yeah. Right? The Joe Derby. I think it was it was a brilliant fight. Mm. It, was, it looked like it was going to be good on paper, and it was. Joyce ended up stopping Parker in, in the late in the fight. And Parker, you thought he had his, his game plan right, but... Joyce just, just got hold of him. It was the a juggernaut. Fight. juggernaut. He's a handful. He's yeah. a real handful. And I feel like that was... Well, he's, he's had a few big fights. That was maybe his breakout fight where people are actually now going, oh, he's going to give everyone nightmares. Yeah. So that was a big fight for, for Joyce. It was a great fight to watch.
0: I think it's good that after this year as well, there's a women's fight on that list because there's been some mad women's fights. And who would have thought five years ago you there would not be a women's fight anywhere near a list like this? That stands with any of them. Some people call it fight of the century. MSG, Katie Taylor, Amanda Serrano, Katie Taylor had to come through fire against in like the... I can't remember what round it was, but she nearly got stopped. And then that was a, the last tick on the Katie Taylor legacy, like having to come from like the depths to win. Mad fight. It's a shame we
1: never saw the rematch, so still waiting for it. Still waiting,
0: yeah. yeah. Any other Any other yeah, one there?
1: B- Bivol was a standout performance for himself uh, against Canelo Alvarez. Uh, Alvarez, who up to that point had been pretty much unstoppable. Big old bival, well scored, well drilled, good discipline. Just beat him pretty clinically, um, and has had a fantastic year as well. So uh, that was that was that was a great fight. Maybe not quite the sort of the action uh, of a Taylor Serrano or even a, a Joe Darby, but a great performance from him.
0: CBS snuck in there as well, friend of the show. That fight again. That was the summer. What a fight that was, and legendary post fight interview from CBS at the end as well when he's, like, just had the war with Chamberlain. CBS against Isaac Chamberlain was one hell of a fight. Great fight, Tech. But do we have a winner, George?
1: Can you announce the winner for yes. us? Yes. The winner of the GGBC Fight of the Year is Lee Wood versus Michael Conlon. <laughs>
0: When I saw the list, there's only one winner for me. Yeah. And I'm glad that the listeners and the members agreed. That won by a stretch. It was a fight
1: where I watched it and I got excited about boxing. Yeah. You know, you're like, Even was... the walkouts and yes. the atmosphere. Connor coming out to Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. I mean, he looked the bollocks. Yeah, like a air,
0: air guitar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> out, out on away soil as well. Yes, not...
1: and boxing brilliantly. Yeah. And Lee were just having to sustain you know, so many big shots getting up off the floor. Yeah. Was it the first or second round? First you round, but
0: the last second of it. Yeah. And Conlon landed with the left, obviously as a southpaw, the left hook, so rear hook, maybe 20, 30 times in the fight. He just couldn't mm. miss and that one properly got through. Wood got up, looked to be all over the shot for a couple of rounds, steadied the ship and then worked his way back into it
1: and then mm. the finish, oh, the finish feels like it comes out of nowhere yeah. because they're both tired at this point. Conlon's probably planting his feet and punching a little bit too long, but we've had friend of the show Mike Costello on telling us about the drama that happened at ringside, and Conlon falls out of the ring. You know, it was a blessing that he, you know, he wasn't seriously hurt, but it had everything that fight.
0: It's one of those you don't, it really don't come around very often. No a fight like that. Great fight. Very good winner of our first award, George.
1: Yes, congratulations, Well done, club everyone members, voters.
0: That. Yes, thank yeah. you. That brings us nicely onto award number two, and that is knockout of the year. Again, George, we've got some wonderful options here. Joe Cordina against Agawa in Cardiff, which was 1.15 of round two, so early one. The Joe Derby, Joe Joyce knocking out Joseph Parker after a minute of the 11th. Jordan Gill against Kareem Gurphy. That was in February at the 2 That was a second before the end of round number nine. Deontay Wilder back in business against Robert Hellanius inside a round. And on the undercard of that was another unbelievable knockout. And that was Caleb Plant knocking out Anthony Durrell after 2.57 of round nine. And in April, underneath the Stars at Wembley Stadium, Tyson Fury knocking out Dillian White after 2.59 of
1: round six. Amazing knockouts, but the winner with nearly 60% of the GGBC votes for knockout of the year, is Lee Wood against Michael Conlon Lee Wood. He's done it. He's done the double. And here is
0: our first acceptance speech of the night from Lee Wood himself.
1: Just want to say a massive thank you to George Groves and Dick Taylor for nominating my fight, knockout of the year. You know, at the time, it was a bit of a bittersweet moment. I couldn't really celebrate. I didn't know if it was all right. Which is frustrating because, you know, The build-up was very, you know, trying to think of the right word to use. You know, we didn't like each other. He said a lot of things. I felt like I was kind of stolen of the victory on the night. But saying that, you know, um, there's great footage of the knockout. You know, every time I post it, you know, it gets big numbers. And that that reel will live on forever, which I can use over and over and over again. So, yeah, thanks, guys, and um, hopefully many more to come.
0: Where do you think he was when he recorded that? It sounds like he could be in a sidecar. Somewhere on the M52. So <laughs> 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 did you
1: not know Dick? that's where
0: he does all his voice So he notes. does his best business. <laughs> yes. Apart from the Nottingham Arena. Unbelievable knockout. You know the funny thing about it if you go and watch it, it almost looks like because of the camera angle you don't really see the right hand that lands and there's another angle where it really does because Colin just slumps and he kind of hits him with a cuffing left hook on the way down and then he goes through the ropes mm. and he's right the aftermath is no mad celebration I mean it is in the immediate seconds after but then everyone realizes how it's quite a dire situation and mm. he's a- asking everyone for quiet you know the announcement of, it, of the victory is all very subdued so I feel like we've provided him here with a platform from which to truly celebrate.
1: We are doing good. I mean, no one wants to get knocked out. So, commiserations to, to Michael Conlon, but part of a fantastic fight. And yeah. he does, it's crazy. This is a boxing deck where the shot that does obviously put him away, He looks like he's took that shot throughout the whole fight. It, there's nothing special about that shot, but it does just sort of one goes in just before it numbs him, and then one just switches his lights it's out. Big,
0: big hit, big puncher. Yes, underrated puncher. We should say he won by a stretch again, but some of the knockouts
1: in that list—they could have easily won in any other year group. Joe Cordina, showing low, shooting over the top in yeah. the second round in what was supposed to be a tough fight for him. World title fight as well. That was a fantastic one-punch knockout. So all of a sudden now, people's ears are pricked about Joe like, mm. Oh, He's got one-punch power. We never knew that about no, never him. never thought that. Amazing it's, knockout.
0: I always think with knockout awards, it's about context as well, isn't it? And that was, you can't get big, bigger than that. His first world title fight in Cardiff, underdog, and in the second round out of nowhere, one-punch
1: clean knockout. Similarly with Joyce and Parker. Joseph Parker is one of the hardest men on the planet. He's got a good boxing brain, a good boxing IQ, and he doesn't usually get caught that clean. So that was a great knockout for him. Jordan Gill, yeah, amazing knockout. Um, one pun- another, one punch. another, right? one punch. Of course, Fury, yeah. Fury against Billy White, nineteen plus stone straight up through the middle, uppercut, sickening shot to get hit. With
0: yeah, you are, you have an opinion. tell us about. It. You have opinion on people who get hit by uppercuts. It's Muggy getting caught with an uppercut, um, <laughs> rear hand, right uppercut, straight down, down the middle. Yeah, he kind of pushes him away though. I reckon that's why he, he maybe didn't win as many votes in this. He, he hits him with it and he kind of pushed him away with both hands and there's no coming back for White.
1: Does doesn't have the drama of some of the other contenders mm. but uh, congratulations to Lee Wood done the double. The double? First two awards off the bat, yeah. yeah. Which, I
0: hope he doesn't win everything yeah. on this list. <laughs> Best perm from Nottingham. He'd win that as well. <laughs> <laughs> he says actually at the end of that voice note hopefully many more to come. He
1: was referring to the awards on the GGBC yeah. show, though. So he, he knows wants, he's already got two. <laughs> he wants more awards. Award three is trainer of the year. He probably won't win that. <laughs> but if he's trainer, Ben Davidson can. Is he in the? Is he in the list? Is he, he in the running?
0: Well, why don't I give you the nominations? Give us the nominations, and then we'll we'll will reveal how the uh, how the listeners voted. So for always on the list for trainer of the year without always the same. without fail, <laughs> Joe Gallagher is on there. Robert Garcia, nice. big year for him. Shane McGuigan, friend of the show, trainer of the club, uh, Sugar Hill Stewart, big not a big year for him as well. Again, world heavyweight title, uh, two of them in the locker, and the emergence of Ben Whittaker. Ben Davidson's on there. Mm-hmm. Again, he hasn't lost a fight as head trainer, I believe, since 2016. There's a little fun fact for you. And Malik Scott, another friend of the show, I just snuck friend him on, of deck <laughs> snuck him on because He's so nice to me. But having said that, he did oversee the return of Deontay Wilder which is yes. not to be sniffed at. It no. lasted two minutes and 57 seconds. Agreed. Have we got a winner? Was it a decisive vote?
1: It was. Right, the winner of the GGBC Trainer of the Year is... Shane McGuigan.
0: That is a big result for Shane. Undefeated. Huge, stable. Fancy never acceptance speech, George? Yes. Well, here's Shane.
1: Hello, everyone. This is Shane McGuigan. Thank you, GGBC boxing members and people that are part of the fan club. Because uh, it is a fan club, it's a Groves fan club. So, you know, glad that he's still got one. Yeah, thank you for voting for me to be a trainer of the year. Didn't realize it was up for debate. Pretty happy that you know, you's all feel the same way that I do. Um, no, in all seriousness, it's, it's been a good year and uh, topped off because. I'm a I'm a winner of the GGBC boxing club trainer. There you go, Dick.
0: I thought there might be some uh suggestions of corruption here because your old mate has won, but I think he lays out the case for the defence pretty well there. There's only one winner. Let's
1: go let's go through his stable right now. Cool. He's unbeaten this year. There's two world champions in his gym, maybe maybe more. Depends on what you can. There's Lawrence O'Coli and yeah. Daniel Dubois is a full world champion. Yeah. <laughs> He's a world champion, alright? He's world champion. Uh you've got European champions in the gym. Chris Billum-Smith, uh, Ellie Scottney. Ellie Scottney's fighting for a world title in, in the coming few months. She's going to win it. Chris Billum-Smith, there's talk of him fighting for a world title next year. He's going to win that. There's going to be more world champions training in that gym than just any other fighter. Yeah. And then coupled with the Azeem brothers who are flying and uh, Caroline Dubois. Caroline Dubois. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's okay. a
0: massive stable. And the, what's amazing is they're all at different levels and running different races. And he's able to pull it all together somehow. And do you know what, George, if you didn't know how we manages to do that, you could, have we got an episode or something that someone could listen to and hear more about what Shane does in the gym? We do. Oh, do we? We do. Oh, great.
1: Go back through the catalogue of GGBC episodes. You will find our episode with Shane McGuigan. Yeah. One of the early, early club members, wasn't he? Yeah. He pissed the award, actually, George, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. But there's some big names in there, obviously, and then lots of trainers are doing really well this year i surprised he pipped out Malik Scott.
0: Yeah, me too. I, I was, I got all my family and friends to vote for Malik
1: Scott. Yeah, but that, I mean up. that would have stunk of corruption. Yeah, you know what I mean so we, we should mention though. Yeah, He Robert got maybe Garcia. best
0: overseas trainer of the year. Yeah, but Garcia, had Bam Rodriguez. We'll get in, onto him later. You know, he's another great year for him. Obviously, Joshua lost. If he'd won, if he'd come in and turned Joshua into world heavyweight champion again, he probably would have won he this award. He might pipped, Yeah, it's a very strong field, but. Shane's done it, and I'm sure he's got a few more boxes that he could send our way to get on the.
1: Shane, send them in, and we'll do a feature with them.
0: Speaking of which, George, that brings us lovely onto award number four. Maybe the most important of them all is the GGBC feature of the year, and we've had some great ones.
1: I did like Matt Out of Hell. Oh, yeah, that was good. Uh, Only problem with
0: Matt Out of Hell, there was zero connection between the subject matter and the title.
1: And Matt was crap. Yeah, Matt was terrible. He's <laughs> so good, but he was not happy with it, yeah.
0: We had a message in from Richard Goody, who's a elite club member just by virtue of um, getting this read out. The Matt Out of Hell's name smash game is by far the best thing I've ever heard. Already planning it for <laughs> Christmas Day.
1: <laughs> oh, there so, we go. We're live. So
0: Casa Goody is going to be popping off. I reckon, what do you reckon? Post, turkey like where you not ordinarily play charades people are going now nah, let's do let's get Matt out of hell out and you wheel Christian yeah like like <laughs> Hannibal Lecter and he just sits there and performs terribly and like your nan can just Batter him at Matt out of Hell.
1: We'll franchise it and we'll sell it to um, Toys R Us. Toys yeah. R Us went under ages ago, I think. That's the parent company. I think they're back.
0: Okay. Well, anyway, we should speak to them.
1: We we'll get someone, yeah.
0: So, so Matt out of Hell was definitely in the running. As easy as one, two, three.
1: I like that. That, yeah, was, you that, was, that was all you. That day. was all me. And you? Really did you win? Good. No, Dan won. No, one. He's, well, well, he's, uh, he's a master. He's a master
0: of finance. Yeah. Fabio, O'Lordy.
1: <laughs> I didn't like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nelson's column that wrote that, itself.
1: Yeah, Nelson's column that was strong.
0: Yeah, and game um, Game of Clones that was. Inspired from you
1: Game of Clones yes Uh,
0: we have to pick a winner uh, or rather the listeners
1: picked a winner the winner of the GGBC Feature of the Year is Scotney Rhyming Slang Okay. (laughs) (laughs) right now let me tell you a Jackanory of the Scotney Rebel She's currently Tom and O, and she's already bagged the European title. She's the baked bean of Catford. <laughs> <laughs> but can she solve our Cockney rhymes today? <laughs> you're not even a Cockney, are yeah, you? And you're Catford. from fucking Hammersmith. Yeah, and you're from Swindon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is a Gregory? I'm going to go neck. Yes, Gregory Yay! Peck. One nil. Gregory let make, Peck Let me neck. make some uh, Solid Vasyl Lomachenko has fought for his pro career predominantly in rival turtles. What are turtles? They're gloves, right? Turtle doves. Gloves. Oh, yes! Easy. (laughs) Scotney rhyming
0: slang. Now, Ellie Scotney was a wonderful guest. Definitely one of our best guests we've had so far. So let's get straight into award number five, and that is guest of the year. And this is a very, very competitive field, isn't it, George?
1: Because we just had 11 out of 10 guests. Every time. Every time, every week, knocking them out of the park. Yeah. And do you know what? It's not just that these guests are great to listen to. We get the best out of them. Yeah. We get the stuff no one else can get. We've had lawyers. We have. We had a manager in. We've had people who have done management. We've yeah. had promoters. We've had ex-fighters, fighters, trainers, photographers. We've covered a lot of bases. A lot of bases. I mean, there's still a lot to go, but that's a lot of bases to cover. Yeah. In a real short space of time, so who has been the best guest. Well,
0: George, let's be honest here. There was only going to be one winner, especially when we open this up to a vote. <laughs> yeah, there was only going to be one winner, given, given the history. Can you announce formally the winner of the Guest of the Year 2022?
1: And it's gone to Carl the Cobra Frotch, who sent us this message, Deck. I've just found out I've won Best Guest on George Groves's Boxing Club podcast for the year of 2022 I
0: kind of knew that would happen as soon as he got me on there not just because of me because of me and George and because of what we've been through you know jokes aside it's not all about me but um I knew it was going to be a big hit it obviously was I am one hell of a guest so I um, I'll receive the award and there's an element of pride there in receiving it I thank you thank you for um voting me in or whatever the process is of me becoming the best guest I'm putting that in the honour list hopefully you'll get me on next year in 2023 and I can mop up again but keep doing what you're doing George and the team the production team you're doing a fantastic job and hopefully um, hopefully I'll see you soon no George I don't think there's any coincidence that this is a man who was never inducted into the International Boxing Hall of Fame until he came on the podcast
1: I'm glad you said it yeah. you. Um, someone had to we're been... all
0: thinking it and all the members are messaging us the same thing <laughs> we've been inundated
1: no, he's gonna run out of champagne in nottingham now that he's actually in he's, he's voted the ggbc guest of the year yeah 2022 and you can tell this is what i like about carl it's the drive is the hunger he's, he wants to be on next year and win already it's you true know, he does he's, he's not satisfied with
0: he's already messaging us dates he can make it down yeah. again <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah carl froch is the guest of the year officially 20 our very first guest of the year i'd just like to say thank you to all our guests though george wouldn't you
1: yes thank you to all our guests uh it's a pleasure we love having you on
0: yeah dan aziz by the way was very close or the closest of the rest of the field very good guest if you haven't listened to the dan aziz episode you need to go and do it immediately well maybe not immediately listen to this and listen to it later
1: we want want everyone listeners to get involved and let us know who they want on the show next year yeah uh for me deck oh, we need a couple of the big hitting promoters i'd like i want yeah we want, still need to get them i want frank and eddie on yeah preferably at the same time that, how cool that be? Big. Get them yeah. to meet each other do you
0: think 2023 could be the year of james DeGale? oh here's hoping the seed is there We're i think he's roads. softening he's yeah. real he's softening. well once he hears that carl won guest of the year i i know his ears would be pricking up being like what how can he live with that
1: he well yeah and if he comes on there's a high likely chance he's going to win. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Guest of the year. Who else we got? We got anyone, any big names in the offing? I think legends. I'm thinking Ricky Hatton. Oh. I'm, I want to go up to Ricky Hatton in Manchester. I'm going to knock on his front door and say, Ricky, please join our club. Yeah. And he's going to say, absolutely. Yeah. Well, How can he turn this away? Very, very big year
0: for the club coming up. But also after this break, some big awards still to come. We're talking fighter of the year, promoter of the year, both coming up after this break.
1: Welcome back to the GGBC Awards. Deck, shall we do promoter of the year award?
0: Yeah, award number six is promoter of the year. Um, Who, who's in the
1: running? Obviously,
0: we've got your big hitters in there on this side of the pond. Eddie Hearn and Matchroom, Frank Warren and Queensbury, of course, will always be there. But we also had in this country the emergence of Ben Shalom and Boxer. Uh, also, we should mention top rank as well in America, but they had unification, big unification fights between... Uh, Naoya Inoue and Nonito Donaire, also at £140 with Josh Taylor and at lightweight George Cambosis and Devin Haney boxed for all the belt so a big year for top rank as well but as always George so that we're very much out of the firing line this went down to a vote do we have a winner?
1: We do Deck. it was a very close democratic vote but our next announcement it comes from a listener to present this award we cross over to GGBC listener Craig Scott Hello, George and Deck. The award for the George Groves Boxing Club Promoter of the Year
0: goes to... Frank
1: Warren! A big thank you to George Groves Boxing Club Podcast for naming me promoter of the year. The irony of it all is we broke all boxing and flat matter, all event records, financially at Wembley with a fight between Tyson and Dillian White. And I'm sure George is going to enjoy telling Cole from that. I'm really looking forward to joining you guys on the podcast in 2023 when we're going to talk about some of the great fights we're coming up. In the meantime, wishing all your listeners a very happy, or Merry Christmas even, and a big happy New Year. All the best.
0: I mean, it's hard to argue with Frank Warren. He's been promoting more than, for, what, 40 years now.
1: I've got to say that the, the vote was really tight. On Unbelievably this one. close. Really I tight think between was Eddie, between <laughs> Eddie, Eddie Hearn, Mattrams, Eddie Hearn, and Frank Warren. Ben Shalom did get some love
0: in the vote, but as always, especially with a club based here in England, it's going to be a, t- a kind of two horse race. You have to agree with many of their arguments that Frank was the number one promoter of the year. Not least, George, because he, in this year alone, staged two. Stadium fights, world heavyweight title stadium fights with a total attendance across the two of like over 150,000 people. Bear in mind, one of them was in December against Derek Chisora as well. Like (laughs) when you're talking about promotion, that's the name of the game and it's selling tickets he sold some tickets he shifted some paper
1: yeah and Frank Frank's still still in there and he's still putting on great shows you know and he, he goes through through all the levels development of good talent coming through and then of course yeah the stadium shows as well so mm.
0: manoeuvred Joe C- Joyce as well boxed twice this year he's well like he's there and he's ready to go if a belt gets dropped or whatever might happen he's done an amazing job with Joe Joyce also should mention he steered Liam Davis to British and European titles in 2022 something's happening in Telford first time you could really say that and Liam Davis has is- the heart of it also one for January he's announced that Anthony Yard will challenge Arta Baterbiev for the world light heavyweight title the number one in the division not only that though George he's got him home advantage and that fight's going to take place at the Wembley Arena on January the 28th so that's a proper that counts as an achievement for this <laughs> it's year it's
1: announced yeah it's announced this year we know it's coming that's, yeah. a, that's a tremendous fight excellent for there from, from Frank Warren big year for Frank let's go into award number seven this is a good one comeback of the
0: year first of all Lee Wood He's going for a hat trick here. Dropped in the first round against Michael Conlan and came back to win by stoppage in the 12th. That's a comeback of sorts. All suggested by our listeners. This is stuff that people have thrown at us. Deontay Wilder coming back. He came back. He didn't have to come back from anything in the fight. He knocked him out in a round, but it was Deontay Wilder's back in business. One round knockout. Daniel Dubois as well. Someone mentioned this in December on the undercard at, at Tottenham got dropped three times in round one looked like his knee had gone but then by the third round he's got kevin lorena in a different galaxy mm. stoppage win proper comeback that one speaking of which jordan gill pulled a rabbit out of the hat against kareem gurphy amazing moment in british boxing that was this year early this year february and then from a slightly different perspective josh kelly who'd been written off by many tipped to get stopped by troy williamson came back didn't have to come back from anyone on the night, but that was a comeback of sorts for him this year. Punch-perfect display against Troy Williamson, and he's back in business. It's a big, wide-ranging field there, George. Do we have a winner?
1: Yes, we do, Deck I've presented a few of these awards already now, so we have got the WBO Interim World Champion, John Ryder, to present the inaugural GGBC Comeback of the Year Award. Who's he going to go to? Thank you, George. Thank you, Deck. And the winner of the GGBC Comeback of the Year is... Jordan, the Frill Gill.
0: Jordan Gill was a moment, on it?
1: It was unbelievable. I mean, he looked like he was... He had no chance in that fight. He was caught heavy and then he gets DDT'd <laughs> and he looks like he's in another galaxy... <laughs> How he gets to his feet at that point, I do not know. What was the injury date? He both should, eardrums are gone. Both eardrums are gone. I think his knee's gone. gone. Knee's gone. He can only... He's <laughs> camping out in his own corner,
0: just because so he knows where he, he is.
1: is. I mean, that used to be uh, an Arthur Abraham trick, so he didn't have to walk too far <laughs> at the end of the round. Sensational for Jordan Gill. And from the outside looking in, you're like, he's completely gone, you need to pull him out. But, you know, listening to him afterwards, talking about how he's still coherent he still knew what was going on he was waiting for that for that shot to land and he pulls it out of the bag an incredible comeback from jordan gill and he's up against stiff opposition with them, with them names but rightly so winner for me
0: now george this is my personal favorite of the awards hmm. breakout star of the year now big one got a lot of love with jesse bam rodriguez now this guy at the start of 2022 he was 13 and 0 he was boxing at about 110 pounds uh, he'd only boxed once in 2021, but by the end of this year, he's the WBC super flyweight champion. With two defences already, and he's counting wins over modern legends, Carlos Quadras and Sikrasat Sol vasai Mad year for Jesse Bam Rodriguez. Fabio Wardley, club member. Three wins, three KOs in 2022, including picking up the British heavyweight title. Oh, Lordy. Oh, Lordy. Uh, and he's in the club, so that has to count for him in no, his favour. No, doesn't. No, And that we're hearing now in 2023, from now on, he headlines show. So the epitome of a breakout star. Nick Ball, another Frank Warren fighter there. Very few people had heard of Nick Ball a year ago, but now he stopped Isaac Lowe at Wembley. uh, A one-round demolition job later in the year. Proper, genuinely one to watch. I feel like maybe this time next year, though, he, he could be the breakout star, but great year for Nick Ball. Also, Hamza Shiraz was mentioned. 12 months ago, if you remember correctly, he was the villain. Remember, he punched Bradley Skeet when he was down. But he's turned it around in 2022 three wins three knockouts he headlined for the first time proper highlight real ko's massive year for him uh and adam azim another club member loves burgers if you don't know what i'm talking Mm. about go and listen to the episode seven and oh with six ko's in 2022 he went five for five with five ko's Headlining shows headlining shows on sky like adam azim was worth his place on that list but do we have a a winner george
1: To present this award, we can cross over to GGBC listener, Stuart Lee. And the winner of the GGBC Breakout Star of the Year is
0: Adam Azeem. Uh, He can't be here tonight. George is probably training, doing backflips. You know, what what he does having a burger. But he has sent us this acceptance speech.
1: It's an honour and privilege, you know, to win the, you know, the breakout talent of the year. And uh, you know what? I think I should just put it on the frame and put it on my wall at home because you know it's an honour to win it. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna treasure this uh, moment that I won it. And yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs> George, Manchester,
0: Wembley, Coventry, Liverpool, Ali Pally. Five wins, five knockouts across the country. Now, if that is not breakout star, I don't know what is. and he electrified all of them he's got the X Factor hasn't he
1: no he does he's willing to go above and beyond to be the breakout star I've seen him on Soccer AM with a skipping rope Yeah, he's been in here he's headlining shows now on Sky he hasn't put a foot wrong he is the one that if people ain't quite got his name they're aware of him the casual fan like who's that kid for me that spells breakout star he's up against stiff opposition but congratulations to Adam he's at the forefront voted for by the GGBC club members as a breakout star of Mm. 2022. He won that pretty comfy as well.
0: He did. He's 20 years old, George. Yes. 20 years old.
1: I'm hoping now that he can keep grounded after winning breakout star of the year on GGBC. It's going to take some work, but he's also got trainer of the year. In his ear. Keeping him grounded Mm. as long as he can keep running as well. I'll tell you one thing, though, he's not great at, George. Trash talking. Trash talking. No, he's not.
0: But so award number nine yes, for Trash Talker of the Year, uh, another competitive field. Do you want to hear the nominations? I do. Again, put forward by the, uh, by the listeners. Am I in there? You didn't quite make the cut. Everyone just assumes that everything you, says, the, the you say it's these trash. days is bollocks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you're sort of uh, excluded from the vote, especially in your own club. But Jake Paul, now it's not a proper boxing podcast these days, George, without mentioning Jake Paul at least once. Uh on the announcement of Tommy Fury's or the pregnancy of Tommy Fury's other half, Molly Mayhagen, Jake wrote he usually pulls out <laughs>
1: <Thank laughs> Dake I I voted for this one, I've got to be honest. Because You can't say you can't actually reveal that. Right. I'm not gonna reveal that I voted for it, right? But this one really tickled <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, you like that one. Because uh yeah, I know he's 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 in the boxing's world, Jake Paul's a pantomime villain. But when it comes to trash talk, he's pretty good. He knows what he's doing.
0: Uh, Chris Eubank Jr. was also nominated for his 60% campaign that he waged against Conor Ben. Sadly for him, the fight didn't happen in the end because, as we know, Conor Ben failed a drugs test. But in the build-up, he said, I only need to be 60% for this fight. He even wore a T-shirt that says 60% baby. He was going to restaurants having... Cake with 60% written in chocolate sauce. Should I tell you what
1: else he was eating? Go on. KFC. Oh, fancy KFC. And now he's got a bit of KFC chat. He has. Trash talk. Coming yeah. out of KFC jacket on. Sponsorship. Just a guy eating chicken, trying to make a living or something like that. Yeah. Not a bad bit solid. of trash talk. Yeah, solid.
0: One fight this year, which was a haven for good trash talk, was Alicia Baumgartner and Michaela Meyer we really didn't like each other. Grudge match. And Alicia Baumgartner calling Michaela Meyer a Karen. Got a lot of, a lot of love. <laughs> yeah, that's very good. <laughs> very on trend. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't there's no defense for that is there what because if she complains she's a Karen yeah so like she has to, you just have to wear it yeah um she lost as well in the fight so that was very very clever from Melissa Baumgartner Tyson Fury there's no year goes by when he's not trash talking brilliantly and I don't know if you noticed but he did a little tribute without realizing but a festive tribute to a fairy tale of New York when he said to Oleksandr Usyk you bitch you rabbit you pussy 15 stone little midget gappy teeth you beat a bodybuilder you ugly little man you little sausage is the
1: wide range yeah.
0: rabbit to gappy teeth the rabbits have gappy teeth no
1: they don't they so it's an, d-
0: it's oxymoron as well yeah. There's all that 15 stone little midget um so if you didn't see the <laughs> Uh, so this happened on the ring, uh, the canvas as well, the apron. So he's pulling these out when he's this just... This is off the cuff. He yeah, hasn't rehearsed this. Probably off the cuff. Um, so yeah, Tyson Fury is in there. Was there a winner, George?
1: We can cross over to GGBC listener James Hasselwood. Hello, listeners from around the world.
0: My name is James, and on behalf of the George Groves Boxing Club, I have great pleasure in announcing this year's winner of Trash Talk. It's the one and only Jake Paul.
1: Jake, have you got any words for us, mate? As of yet, no. No, he's busy. We've reached out. Yeah. Um, he says... He'll trash look. talk that motherfucker into giving us a... Uh, he'll only album. speak to proper YouTube boxing people, is what Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but Jake Paul, i tell you what. one thing. like he obviously trash talker extraordinaire. But also, that whole run-in with Tommy Fury, the way he was just transparently discussing the negotiations and stuff on Twitter was refreshing to see he was literally saying this happened this morning i've got this letter and this happened and this didn't happen and as soon as there's that bit of truth because you know boxing is always shrouded in this mystery he's a disruptor any jake paul knows what he's doing
1: whether it whether it becomes the future or not i don't know i think it probably will mate that's mm. a, it's a worry the thing is the transparency of the world just makes it a bit more of a horrible place. Yeah. Than- <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> yeah
0: our young sons have got to be growing up looking at people like jake paul and going that's what I need to do to get on.
1: Go on, Jake. Go on, Tommy. Get it on. They'll, they'll negotiate. On. They'll
0: negotiate now, and they'll do it. He will be able to do it with a, with an award from the club. In his, yes. So in terms of clout, there's not much more than you can say. He's got what five trillion Instagram followers or whatever. Mm. But when he's got this award for Trash Talker of the Year, you, you kind of have to bow to his demands, don't you?
1: Have you got a dream fight for next year? I've
0: got a collection of them. i sort of carry them from year to year
1: yeah is that because they never happen yeah
0: in 12 months time we can look back and see if any of these happen i've got i'll be honest the number one fight say what you want but i think the most exciting fight in boxing would be deontay Wilder against anthony joshua i'd love to see it and if Usyk and fury are tied up why not that's my number one dream fight for 2023 do you think for me who wins um if there's any chance we can get joshua on i feel like he wins (laughs) But in reality, I think <laughs> Deontay Wilder cleans him out.
1: You reckon he, he catches him? He catches him.
0: And what we know is that Wilder is tough as fuck, mm. based on the Fury fights. So even if he has to take some stick, I think he he stays on his feet long enough to be able to knock Joshua out. Mm. But it's the most exci- for me. It's the most exciting fight. Imagine the build-up: America against UK, heavyweights. It's, it doesn't get any bigger or more exciting. I
1: think Joshua
0: beats him. Oh,
1: he's ma- he's making improvements, Joshua, and I think. Wilder if he takes too long to get the shots off Joshua will beat him
0: it's a three round fight for me do you reckon yeah Yeah. will it happen probably not but apparently they're talking so that's mine
1: I want to see Callum Smith versus Bivol oh Callum Smith's a good fighter but I don't want him to miss out he lost to Alvarez but he didn't see himself I think the fight came at his door late and I don't think he, that was the best Callum Smith. And we've seen that throughout his career where he's, he's sort of underperformed a bit. But up at light heavyweight, he looks refreshed. And maybe his best nights are still to come. So let's put him in the deep end against Bivol. I fight. think that's a great fight.
0: What a way for him to draw a line under that Canelo disappointment, Smith, is beating the man who beat the man. Exactly. Good pick. I want to go slightly lighter. Now, there's a clutch of boxers in this weight that you could match together. But the the one fight that I want to see emerge from... It at lightweight, is Javante Tank-Davis against Ryan Garcia. And we might just get it. Both undefeated. Southpaw, Tank, big puncher. Ryan Garcia, the flashy like golden boy, golden child. Two like worlds colliding. It would be colossal. It would cross over completely.
1: Davis to win would for you? me. I think he catches him. Yeah, I think Davis might be an exceptional talent. Like up there with a the pound for pounds. I, I haven't seen him in the gym, but I can imagine he just eats everyone up. Yeah. Just ruins Proper. him. So I'd probably pick Davis at that fight. Nope. Unless Garcia's coming on the show. Yeah. We, then it'd yeah. probably be we'll Garcia. Think about it. We can yeah, he- if you join the edits. club, he's in.
0: But he, he's got this unbelievable hand speed. Go Have you seen the knockout? His last knockout, where you can't even see it unless you slow it down. The left hook that wobbles the guy. His hand speed is ridiculous. Mm. But can he land it? And we'll tank time it. That's my second one. What's your second one?
1: I'm going to have to say it, Dex. We on. say it all the time. Spence Crawford. Yeah. Someone had to say it. We want to say it. We definitely don't want to miss out on that. And it happened too late in their careers. So next year, it's the year Crawford Spence.
0: I agree with you. Okay, my one bit of a curveball. It's a dream fight for this club. Chris Billum-Smith, world title against Jay Oppitaya at Bournemouth. That's a dream fight for me for 2023. I feel like he's done everything that's asked of him. He's done all the levels now. He's got one more.
1: I think he wins that fight. I think he wins that fight. Mm-hmm. I think Crispin and Smith's one of the most, under, for a while, an underrated fighter. And I think he'd use that to his advantage. It took him a little bit longer, but he's there now on the verge of fighting for a world title. I'd love to see him do it, and I believe he can. So, uh, big year next year for Crispin and Smith. That's definitely a fight to look out for, and we, we hope he, he comes off. Okay,
0: last one then, George. Uh, what's your third dream fight for 2023?
1: Vasyl Lomachenko Ooh. against Shaquille Stevens. Oh, yes. Because... I um, mean, Lomachenko, phew, I've been watching him fight since I was 16 years old. Yeah, he's still going. <laughs> I think the size and the weight will match up well for both, make it real interesting. I think that's just a fight. I'm not going to pick a winner. That's just a fight I want to see next year. Mm. That, well, that's three, three that's
0: and three. That's three and three. But let's see if they any of them come off this time next year.
1: Any we've missed, <coughs> then please, club members, get involved and let us know. It won't make this episode, obviously. <laughs> we want <know>
0: to <laughs> yeah, know your dream fights because we can read a few out in January. That's
1: a good yes. yeah. We are actually halfway through these awards dinners, this gala evening, <laughs> and we've been prattling on about stuff that hypothetically might happen next year. So let's get back to the award, shall we? Who's up next?
0: So award number 10 is a very special award, and this is for story of the year. Now, in British boxing this year, the story of the year was a negative one, really. I would, I would argue from a journalist's point of view that Conor Ben and Chris Eubank Jr. falling through was the biggest story of the year. But we don't want to dwell on that, do we? No. But there was one particularly good, feel-good story... Of 2022, which I felt like the club needed to shine a light on. And that was Lewis Van Poch, AKA Poochie. So, first of all, great name. <laughs> exactly. Twice. Lewis Van Poch and Poochie, great name. And if boxing fans at this point will be going, they'll be nodding their heads, going, ah, yeah, Poochie, yeah, we know all about him. But for many people, they don't know who Lewis Van Poch is. Luckily, we're going to get him in the club next year and he's going to tell us his story. But what Lewis Van is, what Poochie is, is a journeyman. Or rather, someone who lives their life on the road. His record, right now, George, 13 wins, 4 draws and 152 defeats. Now, people are going... What? How's he getting rubbish? He must be absolutely terrible. But the point is, these guys often can be much better than the people they're boxing, but they're there to lose. They're there to do a job. We'll let Pucci explain his life next year. But in 2022, in particular, his record was outstanding. He won back-to-back fights for the first time in almost 10 years. In 2022, he beat Joe Collings in March. So first of all, there's a win for, for Pucci, which is unheard of. Then stopped Derek Renfrew. He stopped Derek Renfrew in September. Then in his next fight, he drew. He lost a couple. But then in October, he beat Bradley Cousins one week. Then within seven days, he stopped Navid Iran. So he's won two fights in a week, which is obviously doesn't happen for normal, non-on-the-road boxing. And in a six-week spell across September and October, his record was box six, won three, lost two, drew one. Six-week period. Six fights in six weeks. You reckon you could do it? Probably not.
1: No, I did. I did have a a spout of three fights in five weeks. Did you in the early days? Early days, (laughs) like on the road. I think I was in London, Sunderland, somewhere else. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So people
0: like Pucci, they save these shows because they promoters go, "I need this. I need a guy at this weight. Can you get to Doncaster tomorrow?" Yes. And he goes, "Yeah, fine." Yeah. Every weekend,
1: and they don't just fight one weight division. They'll, they'll like, there'll be three, maybe even four weight divisions. There'll be branching up and down through doing their job doing a very good job developing young talent who need to go and put the stuff they've been practicing in the gym into a real fight and it is a sort of a real fight because as Bocci's proved he can shut up and win when he wants. Yeah. Don't upset him. Don't <laughs> don't trash talk these journeymen. Don't, uh, don't try and um, rough him up. Sometimes uh, they're happy to get beaten and bashed, but not but not stopped. So don't go too hard. Because if he gets stopped,
0: if you get stopped he's, he'll be banned. He'll get a ban from the board. He's not allowed to box then, so therefore he can't put food on the table for the next mm. few weeks. 28 so often days. they're so durable, or at least they know every trick in the book to not get stopped, not get hurt. Because he'll also know, I'm fighting three times in the next month. Mm. I cannot get stopped here. So you know they're there to lose, but it's a it's an art. Yeah. And I can't wait for to tell the story on this pod next year. Um, but Poochie was the story of the year because he won back Pucci, to back. Poochie couldn't stop. Is... He couldn't stop winning. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a taste for it. Let's
1: hear from him. Let's Dec. hear
0: from him. He got an acceptance speech.
1: Hello, Deck. Hello, George. Um, Lewis Poochie Van Pott here, the prolific uh, UK journeyman. Just a little note for you guys to say thank you very much for making me the uh, story of the year. Very flattering very flattering for uh to receive the award from you guys and uh obviously being a big fan of george during his career it's nice to get a bit of acknowledgement of him the fact that he even knows who i am is very flattering so uh thanks very much and i uh, look forward to uh, recording the podcast with you guys uh, very very
0: soon see ya george you want to know a fun fact
1: yes As always
0: poochie recorded that in the car he was driving back from rotherham where he had just boxed uh he lost on points he just boxed and he's fine, driving back, doing a speech for us. That's the life on the road. Yes, the <laughs> life is, on the road. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, good old Poochie. Good old Poochie. We got one more, George. We're about to crown the first ever GGBC Fighter of the Year, the most prestigious title in our sport.
0: <laughs> a sport that already has too many belts, just got one more.
1: Who had a contenders deck?
0: George, I'm going to read out every nomination that we received. Mm-hmm. From the listeners, Jesse Bam Rodriguez, Alexander Usik, Clarissa Shields, Dimitri Bivol, Devin Haney, Dan Aziz, Natasha Jonas. There's our contenders, George. The burning question is, do we have a winner?
1: We do have a winner, Deck. I'm going to read it out now. The GG BC Fighter of the Year for 2022 is Dimitri Bivol. <laughs> Bivol, are you on? Bivol? Oh, we just lost him. I just lost him. We had a the connection there, Just Chloe. lost Bivol there. It's disappointing. Oh, well. We'll but we'll get we him get. on for if he wins. It He's on the hit too. list.
0: Only one winner, really. Bivol ran away with it. He's, he would be mine if I was voting. He'd yeah, be my, he'd be my yeah. He you.
1: he he beat the unstoppable. Yeah. Canelo Alvarez. Canelo Alvarez a uh, bit off more than he can chew, really, and a bit of a relief for us mere mortals that you know he, he's not superhuman. Weight does play a part, and um, he can't just just keep going. And Bivol showed a very good fighter uh, with natural size, clinically beat Alvarez. He he ran out of ideas in that fight, in my opinion. Um, Some people said
0: exposed. bit harsh, but...
1: No, I don't think he was exposed. It was just showed that, yeah, he's relied on certain ways of fighting, um, his power and, and, other, and other ways um, for so long. But it weren't enough for Bivol. And I think he's shown that in a tough division, the light heavyweight division, where people might have thought that Baturiev is the number one. And maybe he is, but mm. Bivol is definitely in there as well. And he's after that, he had another clinical win against...
0: Zardo Ramirez. Yes. So yeah, two fights, two wins. So not not an extensive year, but at the top tier, like the top end of the sport, usually fight two times a year. Especially if one of them's against Canelo. Mm. So one against Canelo in May. Cinco de Mayo spoiled the party, and then later in the year, he's almost you know won by a shutout against Cotto Ramirez. A big another undefeated like everywhere. Ramirez People is up, undefeated yeah, like is forty or, plus wins. Yeah, and he boxed his head off. Yeah, yeah,
1: super midweight world champion, maybe even unified. Um, couldn't make the weight anymore. Huge for the weight, and yeah, just systematically beat down by Bivol. It's going to take a lot to stop him. I think
0: worthy winner. Um, yeah. Should shout out though, Usyk winning again, world Heavy, coming out of a war zone in Ukraine and winning, beating Joshua for the second time bam rodriguez we mentioned massive year for him but Bivol, like at the sharpest end of the sport like the real mm. pinnacle done the business twice in a row
1: what brits are we talking about dick i think
0: the british winner and certainly the closest in our vote to Bivol, was a brit and that was natasha jonas mm. bear in mind that jonas looked like almost on the scrap heap when she lost a few years ago now to vivian obenhoff but she came back she drew with terry harper in 2020, she lost to Katie Taylor. So again, looked like she'd be a kind of also run. And then she's gone to light middleweight and she's won a version of the world title, the WBO title against Chris Namu. And then seven months later, she's won another one. And then four months later, she's won another one. So she ends this year with three belts at light middleweight someone who'd been written off all over the shop. Natasha Jonas. What a year for her. For me, British Boxer of the Year.
1: Some some guys that maybe ain't, ain't in there for a world title, yet, but Callum Smith, as I said earlier, I think yeah. he's had a great year. John Ryder has a good year. Uh, Joe Joyce had a great year. Dan Aziz, he, Dan- got, he got a load
0: of votes as well, but Dimitri Bivol reigns supreme. I think so, yeah. And I'm interested to see what he does in 2023 and we hope that he can get the winner of a of and Anthony Yard but like you say there's Callum Smith out there there's all sorts of fights at light heavyweight who knows maybe he could retain it next year and that George concludes the first ever GGBC award ceremony if you disagree you know where to get us and that is on the socials at GG Boxing Club on Twitter and Instagram email us as well at GG Boxing Club at crowdnetwork.co.uk and
1: I don't care if you've got a problem with any no. of these awards they are phew. Just sending, send in your moans, but we're not going to listen to them. <laughs> we might air them out just to make fun of you. But, uh, <laughs> no. Thank you very much. Thanks for co-hosting me this year. Thanks what? for a successful year. Yeah. On the GGBC,
0: 2022 has been a big year for the club. But mm. of course, clubs are only as good as its members, George, isn't it?
1: It is. It's <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so thanks that. Uh, thanks for reminding me to thank the listeners, <laughs> Deck. Uh, we wouldn't be doing this without no, you. No, quite literally,
0: no. George. We've got a best bits episode next week, and then we're back in January with new club members every single Wednesday.
1: The best bits episode will feature Carl Frotch. Dan Aziz, wow. Shane McGuigan, Whoa. Johnny Nelson, and some of the other best features we've done s- thus far. Mm.
0: And we've got big plans in January, though, George. Yes, we're talking shreds.
1: Yes, shreds. and that is a
0: new six-week training camp where the finest minds in strength and conditioning will tell you how to start the new year the right way.
1: That's for the first six Mondays of 2023. 20- the first six Mondays, yeah. Yes, first okay, six good. Mondays. Right, we're going to run a challenge two deck. Mm-hmm. It's pretty simple, right? It's a cardiovascular based challenge 3 minutes on 1 minute off this is to mimic a boxing round in the ring we want you to get involved we want everyone to get involved in January 3 minutes on 1 minute off let's see how many rounds you can do I like that ratio and send in your results Mm. well I'm going running I'm going to run a sustained sprint. It's a sustained three-minute sprint. See how far I can go, rest a minute, and go again.
0: Out of 10, rate of perceived exertion, how hard are you going to be doing out of Eight 10? Eight out of 10. Eight out of 10. Eight for out three minutes on, yeah. So you want Lovely. to
1: finish finish that three minutes tired, Yeah. but fresh enough after a minute's rest to do the same run again.
0: Okay, and we'll support everyone getting involved in that with Shreds every Monday for the first six weeks in January.
1: The idea behind this deck is I want all the club members, whether they box or not, to feel what it feels like to work for three minutes. You can get outside, get on the track, get on the bike, get in the pool, but three minutes on, minute off, and give us your feedback. Okay. we're going to get fit and healthy january deck we're going to smash it shreds can't wait for shreds so that's shreds. every monday
0: ordinary programming every wednesday and of course if you want the ggbc without ads you can subscribe to the channel on apple and if you listen on spotify go and find our playlist and if you listen on amazon music then you can get ggbc episodes ad free
1: amazing amazing see you in 2023 Deck.
0: happy new year